Presented by T-Mobile, the official wireless partner of Odyssey Sports. With an awesome network and great savings, there's never been a better time to join T-Mobile. Visit your neighborhood store to make the switch today. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. This is Dirt and Sprague. 915, let's have a great day, everybody. Cut the With Andy Dirt Johnson. I said that I wanted to have kids, and you said that you wanted me to have a vasectomy. What did I do? When you said that you might want to have kids, and I wasn't so sure, who had the vasectomy reversed? And then when you said you definitely didn't want to have kids, who had it reversed back? And Brendan Sprague. Stip, stop, stip, stop, stip, stop. You have no idea the physical toll. The three vasectomies have a person. Dirt and Sprague on 1080. They're not going to catch us. We're on a mission from God. The Fan. I've been talked about. Yes, I have. Hey, let's do this. Final hour. Dirt and Sprague here on Portland Sports Leader. 1080 The Fan. 99.5 HD2. The Odyssey app. Got a lot to get to in the final hour. Waiver claims, <clears throat> excuse me, have to be in on Baker Mayfield by 1 o'clock today. Who's going to put a waiver claim in on Baker Mayfield? You buying the Niners, Shanahan, saying yes. they haven't even thought about it? Yes. He said we haven't You buying th- that they're not going to do it? No, I'm buying that they are going to do it. Oh, yeah. He said uh, we haven't thought about it while also complimenting Baker Mayfield in the same sentence. I've always been a fan of his. Yeah, he has. <laughs> I, that, to me, I don't know why you wouldn't. I know there was some injury news about Garoppolo yesterday that maybe it's not as bad as some had wondered. But you you need a little insurance there. It's going to cost you essentially nothing to pick up that waiver claim. Uh-huh. And I yeah I I I don't know how many other teams out there really would want Baker Mayfield at this point. Well, but okay, but that's it. That's fine. I think that's fair to say. Given the number one pick stature, I I think it's okay to say out loud like he's not that right. He didn't live up to that billing. Can he be better than Brock Purdy? Well, and that's kind of where I would sit and say yes. Brock Purdy, they won that game, and Brock Purdy did what he was supposed to do. But I'm not convinced teams won't be more geared up for Brock Purdy now. We see this all the time in the NFL. We way overreact to something. Like Jeff Saturday. They win their first game, and it's like, God, maybe this will work. (laughs) They got absolutely obliterated in the fourth quarter of that game. They had a time management problem the week prior on Monday Night Football. Did you see the Jim Ursay video in front of his his jet on the tarmac? It was recent. Uh, right after the game, yeah. he went on a two-minute rant. I like how he did it. He did it right in front of the jet as the engines were going, so it's it was a like, move. you know, like hard to hear him about how it's inexcusable and we're going to be better and blah blah. They're blah. going to hire Jim Harbaugh. Um, <laughs> Swag said this before the show, and I guess I just don't. I still don't get why you he feels this way, and there's probably other people that feel this way. Baker and the Niners don't make sense, and I I don't understand that. They just signed who? Josh Johnson? Is that who they went and got? Josh Johnson, who has now played, I believe, for every NFL yeah. team in his career? Stop. Don't sell me Josh Johnson. If I could have Baker Mayfield at worst be my backup and guy who needs to fill in with that roster, I don't, I don't know if you can get better than that. You know how long Josh Johnson has been around? He's been in the NFL, like, what, since 07, 08? Do you know where he went to college? 
This is a random factoid that you can use. Virginia Tech? No. Small school. Small school. He is from the University of San Diego. Oh, how about that? Do you know who his head coach was at the University of San Diego? Jim Harbaugh. Jim Harbaugh coached Josh Johnson at the University of San Diego before he got to Stanford. I always get That's how old Josh Johnson is. I always get Josh Johnson and Josh Freeman mixed up in my brain. And Josh Freeman, big Kansas State, Tampa yeah. Bay Buccaneers, Josh Johnson. Not a little bit a franchise guy. Yeah, a little bit smaller, small school guy. He has played for I I I'm not exaggerating. I think he's up to like 20 NFL teams at this point. But, but Swag, like, why would you say Baker and San Francisco don't make sense to you? Uh, I Not necessarily what he might be able to do. On I think at this point, I don't want whatever circus comes with him if I'm Kyle Shanahan. Yeah, but the Panthers, I mean, their, their head coach, uh, Wilkes, he came out and said Baker was a consummate professional after he got benched. Well, I'm not talking about that. I'm just talking about there will be a certain level of just me- the media fascination with Baker Mayfield. Still you think boggles it still my mind. Yeah, it still does. Plus, like- if he goes there, if he goes there, then there's going to be eighty billion. I just think I don't know that he can do anything more than Brock Purdy will be able to do. If you think Brock can handle, really? yeah. I I just I mean Baker's not good. I'm not, I don't think anybody's trying to argue Baker's good. It's just a question. Of- I worry more about Baker also trying to. It's his last chance. He's seasons. he's trying to put yeah. stuff on tape. He's trying to get a job somewhere, yeah. anywhere, and so he's going to try to make something spectacular happen. Brock Purdy will just be trying to execute the offense. So if you think he can go in and you – Kyle Shanahan's the master of coming up with a game plan that a quarterback can handle and digest, and he's going to be a distributor – and let the defense go, and I get it in the hands of Debo Samuel, and I get it in Christian McCaffrey's hands, and Juszczyk, and all those guys, then I don't I don't want that extra nonsense, whatever comes with it. Not that Baker is intentionally bringing it with him. I just don't want that right now. Hmm. It's, inter- it's an interesting situation. So the, the deadline is at 1 o'clock today. Uh, somebody said uh, Colin Kaepernick's still available. <laughs> Reunite, baby. <laughs> Bring him back. Come on. Yeah, I'm sure they're looking at the guy who <laughs> reportedly had an awful workout with the Raiders. I'm sure they're looking at that guy. Make it happen. How man. long has he been out of the NFL now? Is that five years? Five years, I think. Jeez, man. Yeah, you ain't sniffing that one. But, I mean, Josh Johnson's their backup. I, talk about just bad luck for a team. I mean that that roster's clear as day ready and they got to roll it out with Brock Purdy now. Well, and somebody said like does the uh does it still exist while you guys are talking about him for the last 5 minutes in terms of the media fascination on Baker. To me this isn't about Baker. This is this is a topic that I find fascinating in terms of the 49ers outside of quarterback have in Maybe my the opinion in football. the best roster in football. Yeah. They are in a win now mode. Yep. They traded future capital again to go get Christian McCaffrey at the deadline. Like that that roster is loaded and they just can't figure out they're they're like a better version of Oregon State at the NFL level. Like they love they got everything. Ouch. You just need the most important position on the field to take the next step. Too soon. They're a good well, you guys won the Civil War, so you know there's jokes on me. But like that that's where San Francisco is at. And I am firmly in the camp. Like this has been floated at a, as a conspiracy theory. I am one hundred percent in on Tom Brady going to San Francisco next year. 
all in. And I think it makes sense for both sides. The Buccaneer thing is not working out. He had to push Arians out. Their offensive line, which was elite for his first two years there, is a sieve. The timing isn't there with the wide receivers anymore. Like, that is the perfect fit for Tom Brady to go. Good offensive line, smart mind, all these weapons. He can sign a cheap contract because he's done it his entire career. Like, that makes sense for everybody. He was talking with Aaron Judge before the game last night about how they're both going to be living in San Francisco next year, and maybe they're going to be roommates because Brady is now single. It's a whole thing. It's going to happen, and I totally buy into it. The quarterback thing with Baker Mayfield in San Francisco, it's not about the fascination with Baker Mayfield. It's the fascination with the 49ers just went from the team that I viewed as the team to beat in the NFC to now a team that has to potentially play Mr. Irrelevant at quarterback. Yeah. And that's like their Super Bowl hopes have gone up in smoke mm-hmm. for the majority of football. That's why there's a topic here. Not about, uh, it's not to me about Baker Mayfield and his controversy and what he brings to the table. It's about, damn, the 49ers are that good. Could a guy like Baker Mayfield be enough for them? They've won playoff games with Garoppolo complete, completing eight passes. But, Swag, don't you think the last couple weeks would suggest that maybe the media stuff isn't there? Maybe your point, he goes to San Francisco, it, it reemerges. I, but- I think it gets uh, – I think there's still embers there. I think it flares up if he goes to – Because he got benched for P.J. Walker and Sam Darnold. They, they straight got benched for those two dudes. And <laughs> right. We don't talk about that. We don't talk about him. And so he's going to come in being totally – I don't know what makes people think he's going to be any better. Because he was two years ago in Cleveland with a good team around him. I mean, come on. I'm not saying the guy is all-world number one worthy. That that clearly has sorted itself out. They were in the playoffs like two seasons ago. He beat the Steelers in a playoff game. He had a good year two years ago. Brock Purdy was the last pick in the draft. To say there's not a difference there, I... Maybe you're right with the media attention. I can't get on with, like, the, the talent level is not different. Somebody said, uh... I worry about him trying to play to stay in the NFL and trying to be the hero himself where I know Brock Purdy is not going to be that. Wouldn't he be more benefited by just doing what Kyle says to do than doing? Yes, but when does he demonstrate? I... And I don't know. I'm not in his he head went to or whatever. A really crappy situation in Carolina. I'm not going to put Carolina. I understand on that. Yeah, they're the worst team in the NFL. At and this point in the season, year. with what five games to go, yeah, I I don't want to deal with that right now. That's fair. If Maybe it's an right. off season and I can bring him in and get him fully indoctrinated, but I, everything you're right. Everything else is set up for this team to go mm-hmm. and win the division. And I got somebody that's been there studying. He's been in the room every day. It sounds like he's been extremely studious about it. Yeah. Shanahan loves him. And so at this point, it's just about not rocking the boat with anything else. There's enough crap that's happened to this team already. Let me just make the best of it with what and, – and I don't want a distraction. we got to focus in as hard as we can now down to our third quarterback. I don't want to introduce anything new. It's just that that franchise has had awful, just abysmal luck with health because if it's not Jimmy G or Trey Lance, it's been other guys, and right now they're as healthy as they've been as a team. Obviously, they're still missing Jimmy now. You miss Emmanuel Mosley. But Jimmy Ward is back now. Kittle's back. Trent Williams is playing. Debo's playing. Christian McCaffrey hasn't gotten hurt yet. Ayuk, Juwan <laughs> Jennings. Like, this team is as loaded as they've been. And the most important position now boils down to, is mystery irrelevant going to be able to do enough? 
They probably won't do it, but they are the team in the playoffs you don't want your team to face. Absolutely they are. There's no chance you want your team to face this team because of how still talented they are and how good of a coach I think Kyle is. To your Tom Brady point, I'm admittedly telling you, I didn't watch that Monday Night Football game outside of the final touchdown. But I was following on Twitter a little bit. It didn't sound – Tom Brady's not doing a whole lot for me. Well, he only, this is the thing. He only has one starting offensive lineman left. One left in free agency, went to Cincinnati. One retired in the offseason. And the other two that were from the last two years in which they were dominant are both hurt. Tristan Wirfs got hurt last year. Yeah. They, the other tackle got hurt in training camp, missed the entire year. They have, like, one starting offensive lineman left. You think Tom Brady next year is capable of being good enough to take this team? I Yes. If Jimmy Garoppolo can get you to a Super Bowl, Tom Brady can get you to a Super Bowl <laughs> at 55 years old. I 100% believe that. Man. I, th- this to me is the – this will be – I wonder how Garoppolo is going to handle all this. This is going to be the vindication of his success or not. Like if, you, if Brock Purdy takes him on a playoff run, anybody who argued that Jimmy Garoppolo was the reason the 49ers were winning, Emmanuel Acho, uh, you're going to look like an idiot. Yeah, imagine if they get to the NFC Championship <laughs> with, game with Brock, Brock Purdy. With Mr. Irrelevant because they're just running the football and playing defense and winning games. They won that Green Bay playoff game last year. Yeah. I don't believe they scored an offensive touchdown. Uh, they I, had a pump block for a touchdown, and yeah. I think they kicked two field goals. Didn't they win it it's like 13-7? Yeah. They didn't score an offensive touchdown. <laughs> And they won a playoff game in Lambeau Field against Aaron Rodgers. You don't need him to do anything. (laughs) Just run the football and play defense, man. God, if you give that, if 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 Lance hits, or you ever give Kyle Shanahan, I got a sneaky hot take. I think in a couple years they're going to get Lamar. That's my kind of under the radar move that's going to happen. I want to pull this up to make sure it's correct. They won thirteen to ten, and I believe they're yeah. Jimmy Garoppolo threw for one hundred and thirty yards. He was eleven of nineteen for one hundred and thirty yards and an interception. Everybody's like, "Well, he led the last last drive. He he did led the last drive. They had a big he had a big passing completion on that drive that got him the field goal. The question is, can Baker Mayfield or or Brock Purdy go Mm. eleven of nineteen for one hundred and thirty yards and a pick? If that coach and that team ever gets a competent Josh Allen, Patrick Mahomes quarterback, it's a wrap, bro. <laughs> that team is good. I want to pull up his stat line real quick from the Dallas game, too. I know they got they won 23-17. to 17. He threw a pick in that game, didn't he? He threw a horrible pick late in that game. Yeah. Uh, he was against Dallas. They won 23-17. He was 16-25 for 170 yards and a pick. Yeah. No touchdown. And in the Ram game, I think he had a pretty big pick, too. <laughs> he or he had two picks. He, had, like, he didn't play well in the Ram game, either. And they were a drop pick away from going to the Super Bowl. So, you know, hey, maybe things will be all right in San Francisco. We'll find out. But I, I do find it fascinating. All right, let's get to the mail sack. That's next. Bang, bang. All right, coming up at the bottom of the hour, let's make fun of a team that's fun to make fun of. And uh, how are you feeling if you're these fan bases? And I might be lumped into this soon. So we'll get to that coming up in uh, 10 minutes or so. And shout out Fred McGriff, too. Shout out Fred McGriff got in the Hall of Fame, man. I knew he was. I was gonna how he was gonna get in, but shout out the crime dog. He better go in as a crime boy. dog's in. When's Dale Murphy going in? Yeah, no, he didn't reach the, the whole format is so stupid. So in this last one, the players committee or whatever who are voting, do you know they can only vote for three players? Yeah, it's kind of a weird system. Like, what are we doing here? The other funny part about that. Now I find this stupid, but it is also I chuckle a little bit. Kurt Schilling's a Hall of Famer. Yeah. I don't care about his politics. I don't care about his business. I don't sure. care what he said. He's a Hall of Famer. He murdered anybody. He's not O.J. Simpson. He's yes. a Hall of Famer. Yes. Uh, he, when he was uh, denied by the voters the last time, he had like 70%. You need 75 to get in. He said, I'm done dealing with you, you know, blah, 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 talking about reporters. I'm going to go to a place where the, the people respect my game and appreciate me for the player that I am on the players committee. He went from getting 70% of the vote from the writers to like 42% from the former players. Yeesh. 
which is dumb. He's a Hall of Famer. It's almost like there's karma to scamming an entire state out of $70 million. <laughs> weird. <laughs> Just I, Wow, weird, man. Oh. Funny how that works. Um, okay, let's get to uh, the mail sack, shall we? You guys yeah, ready? You guys ready it. to sack it up? Let's sack, sack it up. up. Uh, okay, uh, mail sack question. Sprague, since Oregon State is in the Las Vegas Bowl, mm-hmm. and it's going to be a nice matinee game now, mm-hmm. what is your best brunch spread? For Open question for all of us, but your favorite brunch <laughs> spread. Well, buddy, there is not just one brunch spread with me. Breakfast is the best meal of the day. It's my favorite food. Um, I'm not limited. It just depends on what I'm into. If I'm in a sweet mood, obviously you go Belgian waffle situation, some French toast with some you know powdered sugar, some strawberries diced up is always delightful. If you want a little bit more, I'm pretty fond of a good biscuits and gravy. God, I love biscuits and gravy. Biscuits and gravy is a pretty... This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance, too, with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else. Even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. Nice little brunch uh, special that I like. A little mimosa situation. Uh, yeah, a little uh, egg omelet situation. You customize an omelet if you want. <laughs> if you're going to do brunch, you got to do two meals at once. So for me, I probably go an omelet. Do what you want with it and biscuits and gravy. All right, swag. What's your go-to brunch order? Uh, well, I'll do. Uh, I'll do frittatas. Frittata. So it's a little easier to serve. Yeah, of course you. Rather than custom omelets, I can uh, you know have uh, you know two different types there. Pretty easy to do. Uh, French toast, obviously. Got to have some good French and toast. And so I will, uh, I'll booze it up. You put a little Grand Marnier into the egg wash with it. You do a little amaretto in the uh, hand, uh, hand whipped whipped cream. Ooh. Um, you get some, uh, you get some uh, candied pecans maybe in there going. You really do that up. Um, gotta have, uh, gotta have some bacon in there. Just <laughs> you know, gotta have bacon. That goes in the bacon. omelet, buddy. You can put all, yeah, you can put it in there. Various kinds of meat on your plate is key. Uh, yes, uh, some good, uh, some good granola with fresh berries. Oh yeah, I'm all in on a good parfait. You give yep. me a good yogurt parfait situation, I'm all in. God, <laughs> now think, I'm going to be doing a breakfast spread. I think we've listed every breakfast option there is. I think you just covered that. There's nothing left to list. 
All we need is the tiny boxes of cereal as an option <laughs> from the hotel. <laughs> Maybe a muffin. Maybe an egg muffin. A croissant, if you will. Uh, what else we got here? Uh, mail stack question. What non-Pac-12 bowl game are you most excited for? Oh. All right, let me look. I mean, you could go probably, you know, the playoff games if you want to go there. I'm trying to scroll through. I actually am pretty excited for most Pac-12 games, although the Florida-Oregon State one has lost all of its luster. Yeah, that one's becoming a dud. Isn't it Washington-Texas in the Alamo Bowl? Yeah, that's the Alamo Bowl, but that's a Pac- so we're going non-Pac-12. Non-Pac-12. Here, I'll give you one that I'm kind of excited for. Alabama-Kansas State in the in the Sugar Bowl. I'm excited about that. Alabama's okay. a slight favorite. Uh, I, I'm assuming Bryce Young's not going to play. Have we seen an update on that? I haven't no seen idea. him declare that he's not going to play. Okay. In that well, game. I think it's cool when you get a Kansas State in a situation like that. They haven't been to a big bowl game since Oregon beat them in the Fiesta Bowl. At least I don't think they have uh, in ten years, basically. So it's been a long time. So I'll, I'll throw that one out there. Another one that randomly I'm interested in is uh, again. This is all depending on who's playing. Uh, the Cheez It Bowl in Orlando was Oklahoma, Florida State. Oklahoma's got a big offseason ahead of them. Venables, people are not happy about him. They yep. they hate watch Lincoln Riley lose on Friday, and they enjoyed it. But Oklahoma had a really disappointing season for a first-year head coach this year. I think Florida State is playing as good as anybody at the end of the year. If Jordan Travis plays, that's one will do it for me. Uh, I'm secretly excited about the Simmons Bank Liberty Bowl. If you're unaware of who's in that game, shame on you. It's, I am unaware. It's Kansas going for a bowl win. Ah, that's yeah. right. Against our Kansas. Our Kansas. So, our Kansas and Kansas. It's the Battle of the Kansas. <laughs> and then uh, the uh, what is this bowl game? The Tex the Tax Act Texas Bowl. Big fan. Tons of points are going to be scored in that game. Texas Tech against Ole Miss. <laughs> like there's just going to be a, an absurd amount of that'll points be scored. a yeah that'll be bet the over in that game. And then what about this one? I this goes kind of under the radar for me. How how big or important is it for UCLA to finish with ten wins? They take on Pittsburgh in the Tony the Tiger Sun Bowl. That's big. Don't lose to Pittsburgh. Yeah, please, God, do not lose to Pittsburgh. Oh, that would be awful. Don't lose that game. That's probably, and maybe betting the under in Iowa-Kentucky. Um, okay, what else we got here? Millsack question for Sprague. With Michael Penix returning for another year, would you take either of Washington's backup quarterbacks as a transfer no. to OSU next year? No. No. <laughs> I saw Dylan Morris play a No Hewards in Corvallis? You don't want a Heward? You don't want the Heward kid? No. Five-star five recruit. Yeah, God bless him. Five-star recruit. He played a Piallup. I've been to Piallup. Taking shots at Piallup. Oh. Piallup catching strays this morning. I'm not a big Piallup. Not a big Piallup fan. Fair's <laughs> there. I'm just not a not a not a big fan. Okay, that's that quick now. Uh, what do we make of Mail Sack question? What do we make of Willie Taggart joining Dion staff and returning Otson next year? Very excited. Uh, Very have excited. a nice day if you want to. You know, a sneaky good move for him because I think Willie needs to do some damage repair on their old reputation. He's got to recruit his ass off. And so I think that's the only reason Dion's bringing him in because it sure ain't football acumen. Well, they were close. I remember when Taggart got the job at Florida State, Dion was one of the first guys that was kind of around the program being a Florida State guy. You know what I was thinking, too? I wonder how much of Dion taking this job has to do with Mike Norvell having success at Florida State. Because Mike, Mike Norvell was kind of one of those guys going into the year like, eh, I don't know, is it going to work? I think Dion's at Florida State if Mike Norvell fails. And that's year. what I'm saying. Like, And he saw Mike Norvell go 9-3, and three, and they're like, all right, he's kind of established himself. They're probably not going to get rid of him anytime soon, so I'm going to go you know, work on my chops in the Power Five yeah. at Colorado and see if something changes in the next three or four years. Um, yeah, I mean, 
Yeah, we'll we'll see. But Taggart I, coming back is great. I mean, it would be like Gary Anderson coming back to Corvallis as an assistant on a staff and being on the sideline for fans to yell at him. Like that's that's the dream. You want a chance to yell at those people again. Yeah, that's boy. A shine hasn't wore off quite like that in a while for Willie Taggart. The way that thing ended so, for him. A lot of no. I don't believe there's ever been an Oregon coach that left Oregon and not gotten fired at their next job. Mm, I mean. You're probably right. You also don't have a lot of history with that. There's not a lot of history. You guys are pretty stable traditionally as a yeah. program. Chip got fired by the Eagles. Yep. Uh, I believe Rich – did Rich Brooks eventually get fired? I think he eventually got fired maybe. I have to I go back and look at the Rich Brooks yeah. history. Taggart, obviously. And Scott Frost in a tangent to Nebraska. No, that wasn't his Are we counting job, coordinators but... <laughs> or just head coaches? <laughs> eh, either way. Uh, and last one, Pete went out on what was your favorite childhood Christmas present. We got a similar one last week. Uh, mine yeah. was a clown punching bag that always popped back up. Well, those were cool. I remember those. Where you'd knock them down and then they'd kind of pop back up. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I actually didn't like it. I feel like it didn't pop up fast enough. I wanted to just wail on that thing. <laughs> And it took forever to rise back up. Uh, but I answered that last week. Huffy bike. Yeah, Huffy bike. I went with the kid football uniforms. Um, somebody uh, texted me. I hear why you're complaining about the Las Vegas Bowl, but as an OSU fan, give me the lame game, lame game, win and go home. That feels more important than a good game. Oh, I'm not complaining. I'm, I'm ecstatic, and I don't care what anybody says. If Florida does play in that game and they win, and they win big, I couldn't care less who did or did not play for Florida. That's a 10-win season, and that's a great way to end the year is showing Florida just exactly where their program is at. <laughs> they lost to Vanderbilt and Oregon State in one year. Nobody in five years is going to remember that people didn't play for Florida. Also, You're going to look back and say Oregon yeah. State won 10 games, he beat Florida. Yes. No, I, we just don't care about these things the way we do. So I'm not complaining. Uh, some Beaver fan might be because they want the game to be better. And I, I, I'm complaining as a, as a college football fan sure. that doesn't care if Oregon State wins 10 games. That that was one of the games I was actually really excited for. I want them to forfeit and give us the win. Like, just let them go to. Get Does a that free count trip. if they no show? Like, do you do you claim 10 wins? If they no show, you just get a new team to fill in. You get a new team. I don't think they would just. I hand mean, the them game's a week from Saturday. I, I know. <laughs> you got to. Pretty wild. Start to start moving it along here a little bit. We got to go find another team. And uh, somebody said, I've been doing a drinking game for every time he says the word situation this morning. Needless to say, I'm hammered. Who's saying situation a lot? Huh? Which one of you? Is it me? Am I saying situation? I, I don't know. Who's saying situation? I, I have no it, idea. I just said it four times. In five I always seconds. love when people play those games with radio hosts. I'm like, okay, let's get you on the mic. What word do you say a lot? The one that you get the most on the text line, because I know you don't look at it as much as I do. Is, I don't. I'd never have the text line up. Uh, preeminent. Preeminent. You, you say preemptive instead. Can we use context for this? Like, when do I use it? Uh, you you use it occasionally, and every time you do, oh. listeners will text in, oh. I, and I know what you're saying, so I don't correct you. Oh, but pre you use preemptive. Instead, Instead of, of preemptive? Pre- preeminent. Oh, okay. Yeah, preeminent is like premier. T- like you're trying to use sure. it as like you're the you're the preeminent team in your yes. division, but yeah. you say the preemptive team in your division. Oh, okay. Yeah. Well, Which, there wasn't an IQ test done for this. You're job. an idiot, man. I know. So those are always my favorite people. <laughs> there we go. Okay, there's your mail sack every every uh, Tuesday at eight fifteen. Hey, let's make fun of a team that's fun to make fun of. And uh, how would you feel if you were these fan bases? That's next. Well, sometimes you can bring people together by making fun of something or someone or a team. And I feel like we should do that right now. The New York Yankees have not signed anybody yet in free agency. Damn, I thought we were making fun of the Suns. No, no, we're not making fun of the Suns. Not quite yet, at least. 
Uh, yesterday, they missed out on Justin Verlander, who signed with the Mets, and Kate Upton came out and said Verlander had a higher offer from the Yankees, but turned it down because they boo their own players. <laughs> did she? Does she think the Mets fans are better? Because <laughs> as a Braves fan, I can tell you that ain't true. It's all New York. I think they're all kind of cut from the same cloth, but uh, <clears throat> that's why he didn't go to the Yankees, she said. That sounds like a lie, but okay. Yeah. Uh, you also had Trey Turner sign a $300 million deal with the Philadelphia Phillies. $300 million. He's like 30-something years old, and they gave him a $300 million deal, Trey Turner. Yeah, glad the Dodgers didn't try to... A guy that relies on speed that is getting older. You're worried about the money, and I guess I understand that. But no, I'm worried about the years, years and getting locked in. 11 years? Yeah. Full I no trade clause, by the way. Full. Yeah. So you can't get to, like, year seven of that deal and just ship no. him wherever you want to ship him. Who runs Philly? Like, I know they just made the World Series, but Jesus, that an idiotic contract. That's a bad And I know speed's going to be at a premium when the rule changes come in next year and mm. people are going to steal bases yeah. and go from first to third because left-handed power hitters now – have a hole to hit through. You can hit a single. A again. manufactured <laughs> hole to hit through. Jeez Louise. Eleven years, three hundred million dollars. Yeah. I I would want to sign him just because he's got the greatest slide of all time. Yeah, he's an elite slider. But there's no way that it's that he's no. worth eleven years, three hundred no. million dollars. These contracts are gonna be insane. So while these deals are getting announced, did you see the Yankees announce their big signing yesterday? I did not. They did. They had a big signing. Who who was it? Was it Jason Hayward? No. <clears throat> they they gave Brian Cashman a contract extension. Oh, yeah, I did and see And they that. tweeted out, okay. we would like to announce <laughs> we have accepted a contract extension with uh, Brian Cashman, and he's going to be sticking around as our general manager. Swag's taking a phone call while we're doing a segment. <laughs> Something, hopefully nothing's wrong over there. I you mean, never know. Could I guess be an emergency. Touche, you're right. But it could it's, be an emergency. It's a very odd thing. By the way, like... He's got to be up there of longest tenure GMs oh, in sports, been doesn't forever, he? Man, Cashman has been around forever. The fact that the GM since I was a kid, <laughs> right? I know. He, I'm going to see how long. Uh, the, the fact that Yankee fans are all butthurt about this makes me really happy. They have they've hated that guy for years, and that franchise just keeps rolling over the deals. Uh, he has been there. How long has he been there as a GM? Damn it, 1998. He took over as the general manager. He's been with the Yankees since 1986. He's been their GM since 1998. Jeez. He's been with them since 86? Since 1986. Yeah. I was born in 86. Yeah, they brought, met He's John Cashman. whole life. Yeah. They became friends. He, started, he met Steinbrenner many years ago. So, yeah, he's been the GM since 1998. And and this has led a lot of people to wonder uh, about the Aaron Judge stuff. These contracts, so you, you point out Trey Turner, are just insane. The, the Mets giving... Justin Verlander, $45 million a year for the next two years. When their their top two aces are both going to be 40 years old. Yeah, good luck with that one. I Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can waste another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can conquer it. I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. Any road, the steeper the better because my all-new Santa Fe is available with H-Track all-wheel drive so I can hit the trail without a worry in the world. Heck, with three rows and best-in-class rear cargo space, I can pack the whole family in with all our gear. We've got available dual wireless charging for our phones so we'll never lose touch with civilization and we won't lose touch with the primordial power of Mother Earth. So which is it? Waste the weekend or do something a little more epic? And conquer it in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. 
Spring is a time of renewal, so why not refresh your home with a little help from Blinds.com? We make getting custom window treatments a minor project with major impact. Choose from premium blinds, shades, and shutters. We even have options for your patio, too. Blinds.com invented a better way to shop for custom window treatments. There's no pushy salespeople in your home or inflated showroom prices. Our design experts can help you find the perfect window treatments on your schedule. We'll even send free samples directly to you. Plus, we can handle the measuring and installation for you. Unlimited window treatments installed for just one low cost. And with Blinds.com, you'll always get transparent pricing. No hidden fees. Our free shipping and 100% satisfaction guarantee can put the spring back into your step. And into your home, too. Shop Blinds.com right now and save up to 45%. Up to 45% off for a limited time at Blinds.com. Blinds.com. Rules and restrictions may apply. After the end of a good fight, you deserve an ice cold reward. Medela is the mark of a fighter. You've earned this rich golden lager with a crisp, refreshing taste. Because you know the bigger the fight, the better the reward. You put in the hours, the energy, the tough labor. You are a fighter, and Medela is your reward. Medela, the mark of a fighter. Drink responsibly, beer imported by Crown Import, Chicago, Illinois. I, I say right now, it's a cocky sniff and brave take, but what the Mets have done, I'm loving. Because they want to spend all this money. They're the, yeah. I mean, they're the new Yankees. They're buying everybody. Sure. That's their, that's their formula. Have fun buying the old fogies and saying, I hope our one and two are healthy enough to walk out. Yeah, to the I know. I hope you're putting an awful lot of stock in in some doctor reports and whatever <laughs> that uh, they're going to hold up for two more years. At least, at least Swag's team is spending their money on youngerish players and going, hey, Freddie Freeman, worth it. Mookie Betts, worth it. Like, yeah. I don't know what the Mets are doing. <laughs> and and I think we also forget the fact that Scherzer, who is going to be 39 next season, just crumbled at the end. Like, his start yeah. in the playoffs was horrible. He got shelled yeah, by the Padres. It, yes. They got, I mean, they got bounced right away. He gave up seven runs in four innings. That was yeah, a thirty-eight-year-old pitcher. Yeah. And now you've added. At least a the Dodgers are just signing Clayton one year to year. Yeah, I'm, give him a one-year deal. One-year, $20 million bucks. Well, at least these are only two-year deals. Like, the Verlander deal is a two-year deal, but you're giving him $45 million in the next two years. Basically, yeah. it's a $90 million contract for two seasons. That is insane. The Trey Turner Plus, deal is nuts. Clayton's like your de facto pitching coach down there teaching all the young guys, too, how to be a pro. I did not have hot stove conversation happening I couldn't today. pass it I'm up. excited. Trey Turner got 11 years and $300 million. I text you guys. I was like, uh, can what? you explain this to me in baseball terms that makes sense? Can you imagine that um, I didn't think he was getting three. If he's getting three, what's, what's Aaron Judge going to get? What's Judge going to get? $500 million? How ungiant like will the Giants be to get him? Because the Giants usually are pretty, pretty measured it's not like they're not willing to spend, but they're they're not they're traditionally not the Mets or what the Rangers are up to. Yeah, I mean they're they're trying to play the whole coming home Barry Bonds thing, you know, from Pittsburgh. We're bringing you back to the Bay Area, and you're going to come be. The they're next more phase likely and... to give him more years, but they won't go overboard. In yeah, those... I think they will. I think they're desperate. They need somebody. They need a headliner. Attendance is dropping. Interest is dropping. All the aging veterans from the World Series teams are all gone. Like they. They need they need an injection of life in cash. Is that more uh, worried about the Dodgers or more worried oh, about what the Padres are doing? Both. 
both of them. It's a huge part of it. The Padres got Juan Soto and Fernando Tatis. The Dodgers got bets. I mean, they I mean, Fred, Freddie Freeman. Like you need somebody to compete. So that they're desperate, and that's why they're going to pay out the gourd for them. I think you're you're naming the wrong teams. I think it's the Warriors. It's the Niners. Oh, that's a huge part of it yeah. too. Competing in market yeah. now. This isn't just a division problem. This yeah. is a sports fandom problem. You know, how do you feel about Bochi going to the Rangers? I mean, I'm happy he's in the American League. That would suck to see him in the National League. And they got DeGrom. We didn't talk about that. DeGrom yeah. signed with the Rangers. Yeah, I mean, not not a bad deal, but it was one of those weird where people were like, hey, good for the Rangers for being aggressive. Good for the Mets not paying it. Yeah, I did see a lot of that from New York media, and it kind of made me chuckle. Like, I, I don't know. I'd rather have DeGrom than Verlander. Maybe that's a controversial take, but DeGrom, I think DeGrom, when he's healthy at his peak, is one of the best pitchers in the history of baseball. Well, that's kind of the problem with the deal, though, isn't it? It's, it's yeah. it, when he's healthy. But you're also relying on a 40-year-old who's coming off missing two full seasons of Tommy John surgery to be healthy for the next two years because he had a good year this year. So I, everything is a risk when you hand out these contracts. Okay. I, I, I said it before, and I'll say it again. The, the Aaron Judge deal is going to be horrible. It's going to be awful. Yeah. After three years, it's not going to be worth it. Sure. But for three years, you hope it's worth it. I mean, give you a year where he gets 55 homers. Hey, it's like, hey. I'm excited. I'm feeling good out of it. I'm happy and satisfied. I just don't want to see the Braves lose Swanson. And I I don't know. I'm not feeling about that right now. Yeah, somebody said, it's funny you guys think baseball owners care about money. It's an endless pit. It is a lot. You are not wrong. The local TV deals are very good to these teams, and they got a no, lot of I, money to spend. And I, not one time said I thought <laughs> owners cared about money. It's more just. Boy, those are stupid ways to spend your money. 11 years, $300 million for Trey Turner. Let's close it up. we got some poll questions and uh, wrap it up next on The Fan. All right, Dare to Dream. Which of these transfer quarterbacks would be the best fit in Corvallis next year? Everybody got upset that I didn't include other names. You only have four options. I apologize. How dare you? How dare you? Uh, Keaton Slovis, Spencer Sanders, DJ Ui Ungalale, or Hudson Card. Ui Ungalale ran away with it, 48% of the vote. I mean, I think you're going high-end talent, um, you know, big, good athlete, has a strong arm. It's just dual it's, threat. How is he? How broken is he mechanically? Clearly, there's something there that happened. But He was the number one player in the country. I that believe. was a huge deal when they got him, and yeah. we all just assumed, especially after that Notre Dame game, that he was going to take over the reins and – they were going to continue their run in college football dominance. It didn't work out for him. I would imagine he'd be better suited with what offense is going on in Corvallis versus what he was getting offered to him at Clemson. Also less pressure. Like, you're not the replacement of Trevor Lawrence. Yeah, but, you know, that's the thing is the pressure thing is interesting. Clemson has higher expectations and is a slightly more rabid fan base. You win nine games in Corvallis and beat Oregon without a quarterback, you're not coming in as a five-star quarterback with no expectation. There oh, is, I'm not saying that. No, but I, I thought about this because I had the opinion, and then I was talking to somebody yesterday, and I started thinking on a walk. I'm like, man, if he comes to Corvallis, he's coming in with people thinking, you better win 10 games or if not get 11 and want to go to the title game. You are a five-star recruit that's 6'5". There's expectations there. Spencer Sanders would be my pick, though. Yeah, I, I voted for Spencer Sanders as well. Uwe Ungalale ran away with it. I, I do think that changes. Like, I think, like, Bo Nix had pressure on him at Oregon this year. Yeah, 100%. Yeah. It's a different caliber of pressure, though, when you're playing for your home school. You're supposed to be the savior, yeah. right? Like, I think that's the thing. Like, Uwe Ungalale is, of course, you're not going to come in and say, oh, we go 6-6, six and six, who cares? Like, no, there's going to be expectations. You better perform and, better, and you better play well. But when you're replacing Trevor Lawrence and you're supposed to be the next Heisman Trophy winner, number one overall pick, and things don't pan out for a year. The crazy thing, we haven't really talked about it this week, the crazy thing out of Clemson is that if they, if Dabo had just done what he did with Kelly Bryant and Trevor Lawrence, 
they're in the playoff this year. With Cade uh, Klubnik? Klubnik, who was another highly touted quarterback. He came in. They benched DJ finally in the ACC title game. We didn't talk at all about that game because it didn't matter. But they benched DJ after a couple of series. He looked horrible. It got him out of there. Klubnik was like 20 of 23 for 250 yards and three touchdowns. He torched him. He lit him up. And he beats South Carolina probably at the end of the year. And if they beat South Carolina, there's a chance that they're in the college football playoff. You know, I, I have to go back because I, I watched that Notre Dame-Clemson game. They brought him in for one play in his own five-yard line. Yeah. And he threw a pick on his first pass. And they took him out. It, it's just a very odd way of handling it. And it I, it goes against kind of what we saw in the past. You mentioned Kelly Bryant and Trevor Lawrence. It was the same thing. Bryant it, wasn't the guy. It felt like they were going to do that with DJ, and then they just didn't. And he had a little run there where he kind of felt like turned it around. They were winning, and then, yeah, they they damn near lost to Syracuse at home. And yeah, lucky. He came into that game and saved them, and then they yeah. still stuck with DJ after that. Yeah, it was just a really weird way of handling it. I think Dabo is you know, in a way, looking out for his recruiting interests. You get the number one player in the country. Yeah, some of that probably. You don't want to be the coach. It's like, oh, yeah, he just yanks you right out as soon as you play poorly. So I think it was a bit of a balance. And I give DJ a lot of credit. That was not an easy situation. He hung in there. He played when he was asked to play. And he, he tried his damnedest. It just didn't work out for him at Clemson. I'm with you. I think it can work out. If Oregon State's the spot, I'll be happy with it. But I, I pick Spencer yeah. Sanders in that point. I see him coming back, Wes. Uh, Ducks hired Will Stein from UTSA to be their next offensive coordinator. Thoughts on the move? 52% of you answered who, which is the correct answer because nobody had ever heard of him before. I love that you put a loved it on there. You got to put a love it on there. You got to put that was the number two answer, of course. Of love course it. it. <laughs> I answered who because I had never heard of Will Stein before. Uh, do the Blazers have a big three? This from yesterday. Fifty-two percent of you say no. And Jordan Schultz says they do. Can't say that yet. And uh, parents, do you hate the elf on the shelf tradition? Thirty-nine percent of you say yes. What's the I refuse versus no? Twenty-nine percent say refuse to participate. Thirty-one percent say Whoa. no. They do not hate it. 31. Somebody texted in delayed on the podcast and said, "Do what I suggested. Tell them that the elves are going on a vacation for a week. They got to go back to the North Pole." Lock them up in a closet. Or just tell your kids the truth. <laughs> what truth, Brandon? My truth. What are we watching tonight? Anything on the telly tonight? I'm diving into Christmas. Okay. I haven't really had a Christmas day. I started the Christmas Story sequel yesterday. It's really good. Good movie. It's not bad. It's exactly what you described it as. Yeah, good. Feel good. A lot of characters are back. I liked it. Yeah. They did a good job with it. Yeah, now slow sports night. We will be back tomorrow. Uh, go check the podcast, 1080thefan.com. After it's breaking at 1080thefan. Thanks for being a part of our Tuesday. We'll talk to you tomorrow at 6 a.m. Colin is next. You're listening to 1080thefan. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. 
T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey.